Welcome to the Spread of Grace podcast, where we tackle pressing questions from church leaders in villages around the world. You are fighting the good fight of the gospel. You are on the front lines caring for God's flock. The Bible is your spiritual weapon, and we are here to help you handle God's truth with precision. So let's open God's Word together and prepare to study, believe, and preach. Greetings, my friends. This is Pastor Mike, Executive Director of Spread of Grace Ministries. And on this episode of the SGM Podcast, we have a question from Belen, who serves in the beautiful mountains of southern Mexico. I wish I were there right now. Belen writes this, We are working with a family that just accepted Christ, and the mother read Matthew 12, 31-32, and she says that she no longer has forgiveness. How can I help her and give her a correct interpretation of these verses? So let's begin with the passage in Matthew 12, verses 31 and 32. Jesus is speaking specifically to the Pharisees here, uh, and who have accused him of casting out demons by the prince of demons, Satan. And what he says is this. He says, Therefore, I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people. But the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. So here you are, a Christian worker, a pastor, and you have somebody who thinks that they may have committed this sin, and they're worried, they're stressed about that. How do we help someone in that situation, who thinks that he or she has blasphemed against the Holy Spirit? Well, I want to offer four brief encouragements for you. Number one, I would encourage you to reassure that person that many people misunderstand Jesus in this passage. Matthew 12, along with the parallel passages in Mark 3 and Luke 12, have been very difficult passages for many people throughout the centuries for two reasons. Number one, it has been misunderstood, and number two, it has been taught incorrectly. Number two, I would share with them several scriptures about God's forgiveness. The Bible abounds with examples of God's willingness to forgive sin. God forgave Israel through his great love in Numbers 14. God promised his people that if they sought him, he would forgive them in 2 Chronicles chapter 7. David rejoiced that the Lord forgives all your iniquity and that he is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. That's in Psalm 103. For all who have received Christ, Ephesians 1, 7 and 8 says this, In him, that's in Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. Number three, Explain what the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit really is. 
What was Jesus talking about in Matthew 12 when he spoke of blaspheming the Holy Spirit? It's essential to understand the context of those words. The Gospel of Matthew presents Jesus as the long-expected King of the Jews, the Messiah. And Matthew 12 falls into a section where Jesus was inviting people to accept him as the Messiah. And what we find is that while some people receive him, many reject him. And one of the primary groups of people who rejected Jesus was the Pharisees. In fact, they rejected him so much that they were determined to destroy him in Matthew 12, 14. What happens in this section of Matthew 12, uh, verses 22 to 32, is that Jesus healed a blind man who was also mute and demon-possessed right in front of the Pharisees. Jesus healed him of all three things. This should have proven to those Pharisees that Jesus was the long-expected Messiah. He was the king to come. The other people who saw what Jesus did, saw the healing of that man, were amazed, it says in verse 23. And they said, can this be the son of David? However, it was very clear who Jesus was. And the Pharisees, out of their own pride, deliberately rejected Jesus as Messiah and attributed the work of the Holy Spirit through him as the work of Satan. That is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. The blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is the determined rejection and condemnation of the work of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. It is attributing the power of God to Satan. It is to declare oneself totally against God by calling evil good and good evil. The Pharisees were not only rejecting Jesus, they were attacking his very nature as God, and they were prepared to destroy him. This was a very dark evil, and it reveals a completely hardened heart. It is the sin of people who deliberately shut themselves off from Jesus Christ, despite the clear evidence that he is from God, and that kind of person just will not repent. So how do we help someone who thinks that they may have done this? Well, first, if a person is concerned that they may have done this, then guess what? They haven't done it. Because such a person can't have committed it because a person who uh, has, has done it has lost all sense of conscience. They would rather destroy Jesus. People who are concerned that they may have done such a thing, obviously care about Jesus because they care that they've done it. (laughs) And second, it is a very real possibility that the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit was only something that could have been done by the Jewish people in Jesus' day, when Jesus was there in the flesh, showing them the very signs that he was Messiah. And third, you know, a person who is concerned about this sin must find solace in the forgiving nature of God and his promises to forgive, like in 1 John 1, 9. And that leads me to the fourth thing that I would encourage you to do with someone who thinks that they have committed this, and that's this, pray a prayer of assurance with them from 1 John 1, 9. 
One of the best scriptures to go to in order to help a person who thinks that they have committed a sin or or if they have been uh, maybe dogged by a sin in their life is 1 John 1, 9. It says this, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's repeat that last part together. All unrighteousness. That is the promise of God. If we confess, he will forgive all unrighteousness. I would encourage you to pray a prayer of confession and thanksgiving for forgiveness in order to dispel any doubts. To all of our students and pastors out there in the villages of the world, we really hope that today's episode encouraged you and equipped you to fulfill your ministry. We hope to see you again very soon at an SGM conference in your village. And until we do, this is Pastor Mike encouraging you with the words of Paul in 2 Corinthians 4, for it is all for your sake so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. Mm